Welcome to episode 74 of Open Your Toys Cast. I am Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. And this is the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. Say that a little more manlier there, babe. <laughs> Did I have that deep inflection? Well, maybe it was just the way how you were holding yourself that nobody else could see. But deep anyway. Deep section. <laughs> and they are <laughs> Masters of the Universe, G.I. Joe. Star Wars. And Who did you just say? <laughs> you weren't listening. No, Transformers. There you go. All right. <laughs> we are a husband and wife team that like to give each other shit. Not literally, more figuratively. Oh, wow. At least I would hope that you wouldn't. How many beers did you have while I was on oh my, my way God. back from class? I had one beer and one shot. Sheesh. Oh, Jesus Lightweight. Christ. <laughs> if you would like to contact <laughs> us, you could leave a comment on our blog at openyourtoys.com. Or you can make fun of Slick and drop him a line at slick at openyourtoys.com. Uh, Miss McFavorite has an email at that same domain, Mrs. McFavorite at openyourtoys.com. Or you can follow Slick in his um, many postings on Twitter <laughs> at uh, Slick McFavorite. And, oh, I'm like, I got lost. Well, way to go. Wow. And Mrs. McFavorite has her own <laughs> Twitter account, as all independent women should, at Mrs. McFavorite. Even if, <laughs> I guess that's not too independent of a sounding Twitter, but at least it's not Actually, it's fuck not. all men or anything. <laughs> it's, it's more not very uh, original. I think it's original. Well, I guess because I think my name's original. <laughs> but uh, Facebook, you can friend the one and only. Or actually, God, I always fuck that up. I'm not the one and only. You can friend the Slick McFavorite at facebook.com slash open your toys. You should say the true slick my favorite oh that's a good way to put it there you go good job i'll have to remember that i'll put that in the show notes <laughs> little parentheses <laughs> uh or you can like the cast at facebook.com slash open your toys guest there you go. Miss McFavorite has her own Facebook, and that is facebook.com slash Jessica Spiller. One S in Jessica there. That's right. And you can contact us the way we love to hear from you, and we did hear from a few of you this week. Yay. A couple, maybe. Uh, on our voicemail line, the official... Damn it. What is the cool name that we came up with? The Open Your Toys Cast Hotline? Oh, I don't know. Why don't Does you call us and, and remind me <laughs> what I said on one of yeah. our recent past casts? There, it's new contest. <laughs> 
Uh, Whoever that, goes back and listens to like the last 10 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. <laughs> uh, our voicemail line is 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. Long distance charges do apply. And what are you drinking tonight, Mrs. McFavorite? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Kind of having a heartburn, upset stomach issue. So I'm drinking 7-Up. <laughs> and a demotivational night. <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite uh, walked to our local uh, rec, center. rec center. And it, and for any new listeners, or if you haven't listened to it in a while, Mrs. McFavorite is seven months pregnant with our BMF, our baby McFavorite. So she, so she walked... I would say that's at least a half a mile, maybe three quarters of a mile. Mm-hmm. Closer to three quarters, I would think. Yeah, and did Pilates for an hour, which, <laughs> which guys, she's shown me some of the shit. You think like yoga and Pilates is like, oh, that's easy. You're not even moving around. You're just stretching. It's fucking ridiculously difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so she did that for an hour and then she walked home. So she didn't really feel like making herself a drink <laughs> yeah i was supposed to make a salad for dinner and i was all i'll just eat some chicken <laughs> the chicken that was supposed to go in, in the, the salad, salad. <laughs> <laughs> i offered to make your drink but you wanted to get started because yeah. we're gonna have a long show so i am drinking bavaria it's uh, from Holland, if you can guess that, or if you're bad at geography. <laughs> it is premium beer brewed with mineral water from their own spring. And this is kind of crazy. They're uh, tall boys. They're 16 ounces. And that's pretty much all it has. There's nothing really about the beer or the brewery. Seriously? Seriously, yeah. I think 7-Up has more about itself on here. <laughs> it, it wasn't that expensive, so maybe <laughs> maybe uh, each They're letter like, they print Words cost money. Exactly. <laughs> so it's it's pretty good. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's spo- I'm sure it's supposed to be kind of like a pills, uh, similar to Heineken and other Holland beers. Um Again, the can is always going to fuck shit up. In my opinion, shit just is never as good in a can. In a can. But it's not bad. And it was reasonably priced considering it was a a six-pack of Tall Boys. Yeah. And if you don't know what a Tall Boy is, go watch Stoned Age. It is an awesomely hilarious stoner movie from like the late 70s. Well, it's based in the late 70s, early 80s. Was that on Netflix? I I would imagine it'd have to be. It's like that kind of movie that's, you uh, know. Did you, well, did you stream it on Netflix? No. How did I see the Stone Dage? I think I like literally like rented that from a video store. That's how long ago I watched uh, that. Or maybe I did get it. you didn't make me watch it? I thought you did see it. Maybe it was before I met you. I mean, that's how old it is. I mean, I would say it's from the late 90s. But anyways, look it up if you like Stone if if you like Dazed and Confused, you know, it's definitely not as good as Dazed and Confused, but it's along the same lines. 
All right. Um, tonight, so if you haven't listened to episode 73 and you just jumped ahead to the most current episode, uh, we're going to be skipping our entire con news section tonight because that was basically most of episode 73. We had uh, Gary, Commander-in-Chief Godso, and Mike Beachhead Irizari on for that episode and we had such an amazing time that literally just our con news segment was almost an hour and 15 minutes by itself no it was like an hour and 30 minutes and then uh so we were like well screw it we'll just record the other segment they wanted to talk about the retaliation pushback so yeah, and uh, I was all mad I didn't hear about that. I know we'll, we'll talk about uh, we, that in a Mrs. second. Mrs. McFavorite had a few issues that night, <laughs> but uh, um, because this was literally the night after they had done their uh, what they called the the retaliation reaction. So it's uh, what's on Joe mind uh, episode 13 uh, special edition, the retaliation reaction. They had a huge round table with a lot of the dignitaries of the Joe community. Um, amazing. Listen, I mean, definitely listen to it. If you haven't, if, if you care about the GI Joe two movie, I know some of you guys could give a shit about G.I. Joe. I'm sure some of you just listened for Transformers, G.I. or Star Wars, Masters, whatever. But if you, to Joe fans, that was literally the biggest news of the year. And probably to me, the biggest news since we learned that we were going to get an original G.I. Joe live action movie. I mean, that was huge news. And that Channing Tatum was going to be Joe. <laughs> or Duke, I mean. <laughs> no? What, what's Anybody? funny is, uh, is <laughs> they are literally blaming uh, Channing Tatum for the movie game pushback. And, and because I was subjected to spoilers without my knowledge, I won't go too much into that. But um, if you want to seek out that information. But anyways... If you want to hear uh, my thoughts, at least, again, Miss McFavorite um, that night uh, hung in there for the first half of the cast. Yeah. And then uh, we had uh, our friend come over that runs the comic book shop, and Miss McFavorite was very nice and allowed him to use the headphones so he could hear. And, and, I thought she was just going to get a splitter and to plug in another pair of headphones, but she couldn't find the splitter. By that point, I was I was so drunk that I wasn't really getting it. Like she was getting really mad at me, but I was still trying to carry on the cast with Gary and Mike, and with Shane being like, "Oh yeah," you know, and I. And she was saying she couldn't find the splitter. And again, I apologize. I publicly apologized in my post. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know if you read my post for episode seventy-three, but I haven't had a chance to go out there yet. But I apologized on there too because Aww. I should have just said, "Hey, everybody, hold up a second because we can easily pick up." But you know me; I just like to record everything in one whack. You know. We both get upset when we have to stop the recording because it just means extra editing time. But 
Anyways, so if you want to hear my thoughts on the radiation <laughs> pushback, or you'd like to hear any of the con news, especially an in-depth look at uh, Joe Con with the guys from What's on Joe Mind, please listen to episode 73 and listen to their retaliation reaction, special edition number 13. So... Um, we are going to skip con news, and we're going right into toy news. Oh, shit. Uh, let's see. So uh, the toys have now launched for retaliation. So as everybody's probably finding out, is that there was a black Cobra Commander running change. So um, everything we saw from Toy Fair and everything we've seen after that has been a blue Cobra Commander. Okay. All of a sudden, we started seeing a black Cobra Commander, more similar to what we've seen in the previews for the movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, at first, it was assumed uh, that it was going to be uh, exclusive to the Amazon Retaliation 4-pack. Uh -huh. And I think that got a lot of people to order that four pack like I almost did and it was expensive it was it was 40 bucks for four figures again no tax or shipping but uh so 10 bucks a figure which is what you're paying for in store but again it's a four pack they're not individually carded they had less accessories blah 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 well as we soon started finding out as these toys were hitting retail and mass is that the black cobra commanders are running change and it's actually a very common variant now and the blue cobra commander is actually going to become the rare one so it ugh. Baby, I don't, I don't think they're doing it on purpose. No, like, I don't think I don't know where was, I was going with that. It's it's funny. How about that? Is I just feel that you've got something. <laughs> I don't more even to know say. how to say. I just think it's funny that they just dingle this bait in front of in front of scalpers. They're just like they're giving scalpers a reason to do what they do. See, and I don't know if they. I don't know if it actually like. See, and the smart money says they're not stupid. They know how collectors work. If you say, if you make it seem like something's going to be exclusive, people are going to jump all over it. But see, yeah. I also don't think that they would do that because the backlash of, of people saying, oh, fucking Hasbro, you fucked us again, you know. Well, it's. Would be worse than the extra thousand maybe amazon four packs that well they sold. i don't think that they do things like that just be like just with scalpers in mind but they also like you said they're not stupid well but i mean so you don't even just exclude scalpers with with the way they did it by not announcing that there was a running change and just showing, oh, hey, the first opportunity you have to buy retaliation figures is this Amazon four pack. Uh -huh. And people are like, oh, shit, there's a Cobra Commander not in the deco we're going to get. And people just jump all over it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they're like, fool you, you know, and they're yeah, like. Well, I guess scalpers, they don't make, like, they just make their retail off of 
even scalpers. It's the scalpers that make the money off of us. Yeah, I mean, and it's it, it's people that they don't make it off of us. They make it off of people that are uneducated, wow. people that aren't listening to podcasts like ours, aren't following the communities. Those are the people that are like, oh, shit, there's retaliation toys. I haven't even seen those in stores. And they go and buy it, <laughs> not knowing that yeah. we've seen them at Toy Fair. And like those same figures are coming, you know, are coming in single pack cards that you'll be able to get buy one, get one half off at Toys R Us, the first week you know yeah no so. that's true okay i'm just cynical <laughs> um we got official pics of botcon reveal so you heard us talk about it uh myself uh uh optimus andy <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i can't think of it was optimus andy right i can't think of his nickname oh i'm so bad i just know him as andy I know Tyler Tron because we made up that nickname for him that weekend. <laughs> I, it's Optimus Andy. So in our Bacon special. Sorry, Andy. Oh, that's horrible wow. of me. That's what happens when you drink all weekend and your wife's not there to give you a guilt trip about it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wait. You mean happiness? Oh, no. You were talking oh, about me feeling bad. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, so we got official <laughs> images of the Vo War for Cybertron Voyager sound wave and sound blaster. So we've got the repaint. Again, I don't think people are saying, oh, this is going to be the case, mate. I don't think they're going to put out a sound blaster and a sound wave in the same case. But who knows if you're unfamiliar with who Sound Blaster is? He is the black repaint equivalent of Soundwave in the Japanese Japanese continuity. So, um, of course, these are very heavily photoshopped, but we get some great pictures. So, again, you hadn't even seen these. I didn't even think mm -mm. about that when we talked about him on the last show. So, these represent the tapes. Okay, so they're okay. discs, they're data discs, which is kind of a cool concept, right. very modern. Um, so they will actually load into his chest right here and fire out and kind of like the bot shots, when they hit something, they're spring activated to transform when oh, they make clever. impact. Yeah. So, I mean, looks great. I'm not sure about this gun. This looks like an Optimus Prime gun, but maybe they just put that in his hand. Um, his gun should really look like this shoulder cannon, because on the G1 toy, mm -hmm. the shoulder cannon and the gun were the batteries that went into the tape player. Oh, okay. So they should be relatively similar. The, the gun had a little attachment that shot out of it which made it more pointy like a laser gun mm -hmm. as opposed to the cannon up here but still that's optimus prime's gun he shouldn't be holding that so the sorry the cool thing about this oh and they don't show buzzsaw so just like rumble and frenzy there were two birds you know just put different stickers on them and call them a different toy, you yeah. know? So Laserbeak, of course, was always red, and his opposite was Buzzsaw, which was yellow. 
So Laserbeak's going to be coming with uh, Laserbeak's going to be coming with Soundwave, and Buzzsaw's going to be coming with Sound Blaster. So there's the chest. Oh, that's interesting. They said that they was going to shoot. I hadn't even looked that closely at these pictures. They said it was going to shoot out of his chest. It kind of looks like you're going to hit a button and it's going to fall out of his chest. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking kind it hits of like the ground discs, <laughs> like disc shooters. Yeah. Do. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, it looks like. And they said it can oh it can hold three so this must be like spring loaded the center here oh so, so it you, pushes back yeah just like you're loading a magazine yeah. for a gun um so that's interesting that's some insight because they didn't really they just said it would shoot from his chest and I had my own assumptions um let's see he oh poops him out instead of shoots him out <laughs> exactly. <laughs> drops his chest all <laughs> we also got official pics of the deluxes and the one i'm most excited about here is kickback so this is an insecticon very cool homage to the original g1 original g1 colors head um it's got this kind of cool crossbow style and it does look like it shoots discs the way it should like this here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, of course, get something, again, I'm very excited about. We get War for Cybertron Deluxe Starscream. So now bring on the repaint so we have all the Seekers. You get Sideswipe. Yeah, I can take him or leave him. And then, oh, my God. Ultra Magnus. That's no. right. Or for Cybertron Ultra Magnus. Very, very excited about that. Um, so again, check out the show notes if you want to see these pictures. I, I heard some very encouraging words that one of our listeners said what he really appreciated about our show is that we have such detailed show notes and we link to everything that we talk about. So if you have a chance, I know this is kind of difficult. I do it at work, you know, just because I... I don't get harassed about what's on my monitor, you know, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, if you have the ability to follow along with the show notes, man, as we're talking about this stuff, go see the picture with Soundwave about the data disc pooping out of his chest (laughs) instead of firing, you know? So graphic. (laughs) Um, Maddie revealed Mechanek. So this was a subscriber exclusive. Oh, shit. So they sent this to you in an email. Well, who the fuck subscribes to this but people that run fan news sites? <laughs> so it was like on the news sites immediately. Like I didn't even get a chance to check my email before I saw it come over Twitter. Like, oh shit, Me- Mechanek. So this is amazing. <laughs> so Mechanek, the vintage figure. So you know how they don't do any action features. Right. The original feature you would you would twist him at the waist and his neck would raise up. Okay. And it would maybe go like this height. So like the first height. But uh this mecha neck, again, these are just gonna be little inserts, you know. But mm-hmm. this mecha neck, I mean that's does it give Oh yeah, five inches. So that's on top of a six. So it'll make him almost twelve inches tall. 
Wow. When his neck's extended. It's fucking awesome. I am so excited about this figure now. Like, I always liked Mechanek because he was one of the characters I had as a kid. He's and, got a cool name. Yeah. Well, and, it, and I love his <laughs> armor. The armor is the same armor from Stinkor over there. That's how everybody knew we were going to get Mechanek because we got his armor on Stinkor. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so Stinkor does stink. People say people were saying today on Twitter that it'll get stronger. What? As it's <laughs> yeah. Adam Paulus was like, yeah, the first day, like my wife said, she couldn't even smell it, she, and he was like, within three days, she told me to go put him in another room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I was smelling when I got home today. Dude, it stunk. I don't know. I left all the stuff from. I mean, not all the stuff, but I left all the. Onions. All the trimmings from yeah. the chicken salad out from last night. We but anyways, uh, so <laughs> this is just amazing. I can't wait to just put him in the very back of the shelf and just have this big old long neck and head sticking out over just everybody all else. <laughs> um, let's see. New Clone Wars Battle Pack. Probably the most exciting Star Wars news since they announced some of the e, uh, EU stuff in the vintage line, uh -huh. we are getting a Darth Maul Returns Clone Wars Battle Pack. So excited. First of all, if you missed the armored Savajo press, like I know tons of people did because it goes for ridiculous amounts on eBay, because uh -huh. I'm a single carded completionist. Yeah. So he's one I'm just going to have to skip. Him and the Magna Guards from like back in 2009. Oh, yeah. I missed it too. And it goes for like $80 oh, for a single Jesus. carded Clone Wars figure. So anyways, if you're an opener and you missed that, you now have a chance at a Armored Savajo Press, which I don't collect the battle packs. So at least I get to have an opener for uh -huh. Savajo Press and Armor. Then you get a Mecha Darth Maul. So I think it'd be cooler if they got the the one where he's all with the spider legs and oh, all like yeah, crazy down. On. I'm hoping they do that. That'd They're be like a perfect to. deluxe figure, you yeah. know. Like do him, cut him in half, include his legs. And then make his spider body the deluxe vehicle yeah. part of it. So you get a figure and you get a quote vehicle, but you just pop his legs off and put him onto the spider body. But Perfect. I like the, the, the crazy emaciated face too. Oh, though. you're right. That they would have to do a new face. A new yeah. Or they could just paint it. You know, if they just paint his his eyeballs off just, you know, a, bit. a millimeter on each side and make them look pretty crazy. <laughs> um, and then we get a, what they're calling a, uh, a night sister, but it's all, it's, it's, uh, more specifically mother Towson. Um, and she looks amazing too. She's, she's got her big flowery, outfit there um what i don't like is she's they include a lightsaber with her which doesn't make much sense um but of course just give it to uh savage press you know 
it's just dumb because some people do collect, you know, yeah. keep these things mint on card. Why do you want a figure that didn't ever carry a lightsaber packaged as if she's holding a lightsaber? Yeah. You know? Uh, but I do like that her outfit is all like Medusa out all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I didn't remember it, but see, here's the screenshot of it. Yeah. And I guess it was kind of all sticking out like that. I thought it was more like flayed out, like battle style. But um, let's see, carded firefly pick. So um, now I bet people wish they would have paid more money for this. So this is a wave two firefly, which now we've heard all of the craziness. Uh, it is official, and this has come down on time on. Online retailers are canceling pre-orders left and right. We are not going to get any retaliation figures past Wave 1. What is in stores right now is the only retaliation product we will get till next March. So, something like this, Wave 2, Firefly, it didn't go for too much. Still, it was still a pre-figure, so it went for $38. Bucks. Um, but now, I think... If this guy would have put this up for sale today, this would go for $150 because we're just not going to see it for nine months, yeah. you know. Uh, but what's cool is it comes with a, uh, it comes with a, what do you call those, a street luge? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. And it comes with an unmasked head. So the retaliation is the cartoon, right? No, that's the what? movie. Oh, the name of the new movie? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so confused. Everybody yell all at once. Yeah, and you maybe can yell <laughs> at me. I'm having a day. I'm sorry. Dude, they talk about baby brain when you're pregnant, and you have got it. You have been forgetting ridiculous amounts of stuff. <laughs> I can't think and straight Not anymore. just toy-related shit. Not just, like, shit like, yeah, I wasn't listening to you when you told me that. But, like... Just regular shit. Like, that. I'm like, really? You don't remember that? Like, when? When we talk about that? I'm like, oh my God. You're like, five minutes ago? <laughs> uh, let's see. TF Movie Prime and Megatron reissues. This is kind of interesting. Um, so, let's see. It's a Thai website that we found out about this. I just wanted to see... This was going to be Asia only. Oh, it looks like it is. So this is a this is a two pack of the original leader figures. Um, it's kind of shitty. The mock up you see is actually in the Optimus Prime and uh, Jetfire box, and it's labeled with Dark of the Moon. Um, which is interesting, but it is the original movie mold. And I actually, I should have checked eBay to see what these guys were going for. I haven't checked. Um, I can't imagine that the prime is going for much just because they've improved the molds over the years. Uh -huh. Like it's the same, it's the same alt mode and same robot. It's just impro been improved uh -huh. to look better over the three movies. But I can imagine the Megatron going for, 
you know, at least better than retail um, because this was the only version of his Cybertron jet mold that they did. Um, looks like he still has the goofy ice stuff on him. And I don't think I own this one because I never liked the goofy ice stuff that it had. But kind of interesting to see if that comes to fruition. They're talking right now the MSRP is $210. Good Lord. Yeah, that seems like quite a bit of money for those old molds, but um, let's see. Masters of the Universe, of course, as if you if you're a new listener. Um, again, because not a lot of news comes out of the Masters of the Universe uh, community toy-wise, because Maddie actually does a pretty good job of keeping the lid on everything. Um, throughout the news, uh, in the news segment, we just take the middle of the segment and we go through all the masters of the universe classics Q and A's and talk about the more important, uh, more interesting things, at least to me in my opinion. Um, so we got a video from, we've actually gotten quite a few videos from toy guru. So he's doing his own little reveal videos, which are kind of interesting, very low budget, like the pixels dan's reviews put his shit to shame like it's literally like he just set his laptop laptop up across the room and used the internal video camera to shoot him like at his desk kind of from the side but we do get a good look at the griffin which is something i'm very excited about i'm surprised it's getting kind of a lukewarm reception in the community but, oh, my God, that Griffin's gorgeous. Um, so definitely check the show notes for a link to that. Um, the Griffin, what was that again? It's uh, from the Mike Young production. So a Griffin is a um, – so it has a body of a lion, the wings of an eagle, the beak of a bird, and the back talons of a bird. And – in normal Greek history, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. And so the Griffin is just that in the Masters of the Universe, uh, Mike uh, Young Productions. You were telling me about, some, was it like a unicorn or something that you were telling me about? Well, that's Spirit. So that's the one I had, the rainbow one that was out here forever, yeah. the white hurt. That's a Pegasus unicorn. We were talking about Granomir, no, the, the dragon. That's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Okay, using sorry. Drago Man's big ass yeah. wings, and they're going to be all super tiny on yeah, him. That's what I was thinking of. That I don't think we've talked about, but that they've actually people were complaining that they were saying it was going to cost eighty to a hundred dollars because uh-huh. it was going to be the biggest figure they ever made, even bigger than your freaking Marshmallow Man. Of course, that's going to be eighty to a hundred dollars. I know, but people are bitched about it, and now they're like, "Well, we're going to see if we can scale it down and do it sixty to 80 I'm like, "Motherfuckers, how much do you spend on this line a year? You really want to trim twenty bucks off of that and not get the most impressive Granamere figure possible? You know, this could be." What are you smiling about? <laughs> Am I getting over passionate about it? No, it's because when they when they get their little bitty Gramamir, they're going to complain about it. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. 
So they're still saying it's going to be it's going to be at least twelve inches. Oh, but your boo. your marshmallow man's nineteen inches. It's a huge difference. It's over fifty percent larger. Yeah, it still you know? scares me every now and then when I wake up because the light from my um, alarm clock just lights up just right. So if I wake up and look, I'm oh, like, <laughs> Because it's all me. Well, not to rant too much. Just one side note. Yeah. I didn't even tell you they're doing a complete recall on that. Uh, tons of them turned yellow. You were saying something about that, that it's <clears throat> been a good thing that when we had it upstairs, it was hidden in the corner, and now that it's downstairs. Yeah, because I, I assume it's sunlight that's turning it yellow, but some uh-huh. people said that they haven't had theirs in direct sunlight, and it's still turning yellow. So it's kind of crazy. I'm glad that yours is hanging in there, yeah. especially now if this is afflicting it. I mean, that's going to be an ultra rare piece, you know. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, the 2013 line will be a little bit different from the 2012 in terms of slots. So they've already talked about this, that they're probably uh, with the increase in the they've talked about having a drastic price increase, which most are speculating that it's going to be about five bucks a figure. So mm-hmm. from 20, which is fine. We've been paying 20 bucks since 2008 for four years you know uh every other figure has almost has gone up maybe 33 percent in that same time period Mm -hmm. so if we get a 20 percent hike i would say we're lucky you know i think the reason why people are or i would assume that the reason why people would get upset about that hike or at least the reason why i would get upset about that hike is yeah, I get it. Cost of living, cost of everything is going up year by year. Yeah. But the customer service and the the customer experience and I the know. the um QC issues and everything is getting is going down. So, you know, <clears throat> something's got to give. Yeah. And and they and they have they've they've taken steps and they we're we're getting less and less uh reports of bad things happening but still that's i mean that's a big thing yeah no and and the nice thing i haven't heard any customer service bitching again i've been busy for this last month so i haven't been as in tune to the communities as i should be but at least through twitter facebook that kind of stuff i haven't seen any major complaining about oh my god my slush head arm was broken and they won't do anything about it or anything like that Mm -hmm. so hopefully things are getting better customer service wise i know people have been complaining about the shipping um and not being able to change that because people aren't happy with the uh, economy shipping option now. Oh, where they put it in an envelope? No, it's using a new company. This new company is... is, It it just routes these things everywhere. Like, uh, it's called Nugistics, and everybody calls it Slogistics. Oh, because they have to wait. Yeah, because it routes it all over... Like, whatever this company does, it thinks it has a way to offer shipping more economically by putting 
pieces. It's kind of like connecting flights. All right. So your oh, okay. piece goes from California to Nevada, back to California, to Utah, to Nevada, and then to Colorado. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And and they think that that's they're able to offer a lower price, which Maddie is saying this is allowing us to maintain our current shipping price. If you wanted to go with the shame, if you wanted to go with UPS shipping that we used last year, you would pay an extra buck or two. That's crazy that it would cost less to do more traveling. Yeah. It costs less to use more energy. Yeah. But but see, it's all about bulk. Not if you're transporting 900 orders that way. You know, and dropping them off at different, pl- you know, yeah. who knows? Anyway, but. all right, sorry, tangent, my bad. <laughs> so they've talked about reducing uh, items in the line. So doing, uh, they specifically mission, uh, mentioned reducing the quarterly variants to maybe two variants a year. So instead of getting, you know, an extra Thunder Punch He Man. They'll just eliminate that. So we'll only get one extra He-Man a year or whatever. But um, vehicles will most likely never be in the sub. They just they learned a lesson from the Wind Raider. They just said the tooling that's involved with vehicles, um, how much work goes into them. There's just no way to be able to predict the costs effectively enough a year ahead of time to be able to put it in the sub because hmm. you, you have to be able to tell people it's going to cost exactly this much. Oh. So they're basically saying we need the flexibility to say what we thought was going to cost $45 is now going to cost 60. You don't have to oh. buy it if you don't want to kind of shit, even though they so they'll do it. They're just not going to do a part of the sub. Exactly. That's fair. A prototype and possibly even a tooled, uh, close to final figure of the fans creation winner will be shown at Comic-Con. So you know how where you could submit your character and all of that, hand-drawn, modeled, whatever. Um, So they're definitely going to show a prototype. And then possibly an action, a prototype would just probably be a picture or just a one-off. Um, or they may even show, so what a tooled version is, is something where they've actually started making the $10,000 metal steel molds that will press the figure. When you see a prototype, a million things could change before the final figure. If you see a tooled or a, a mostly tooled figure, only a thousand things can change before the final figure, mm-hmm. you know. So it reduces those variable those variables exponentially. Um, he Man will not be retooled for at least two to three years. So if you've been following this, they are um, right now. You can buy a He Man, a Skeletor, a Panther, a Battle Cat. And I think they have since added She-Ra to it. You can buy all five of those figures right now at any time at MaddieCollector.com. 
it would behoove you to wait till a weekly sale if you were planning to buy anything else in the near future so you can combine shipping. But those are always available right now on MattyCollector.com. They said they produced so many of them and based on the current sales that they will not sell out of the He-Man for two to three years. <laughs> Because somebody asked about a He-Man 2.0. The big thing that people are complaining about is the wrists. Some of the G.I. Joes nowadays and some of the other newer, you know, higher-end six-inch figures Mm -hmm. have a wrist articulation that does uh, uh, down and up. Not just swivel, but it has a ball hinge. Mm -hmm. It goes left and right. Left and right is one thing. Oh, see, but they I say want, that's. I they would want say that's more. Da- oh, up. you say this is down and up. So, so hand flat on a table. They want it to go left and right. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, lots of figures go up and down, hand flat on a table, mm-hmm. and the reason why they want to do that is they want He Man to be able to hold his sword straight up like he does oh. in the cartoon. So they've been bitching about it since day fucking one, and uh, and they basically just said shut up for two years. <laughs> it's not going to happen, you know. Stop asking. <laughs> Customize your own damn hands if you want to. They're yeah. shapeways, you know? Yeah, that's funny. Um, creating slightly more Vicrons than previous Comic-Con exclusives. So this is a good this is a good thing. Um, so if you're not able to make it to the show, or if you are going to the show, um, they are going to produce more Comic-Con exclusives, at least for Masters this year, than they have in the past. Um, now, what's really interesting about this is, so at the show, it's uh, so they showed the box, okay? So it's one figure with three outfits, okay? And what it is, is it's a concept figure and and that was the original concept was, hey, we'll put out this one figure and we'll sell different outfits. So he can be a military man and a spaceman and a, and a Viking man. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, of course, the Viking man is what led to He-Man, you know. So the Comic-Con exclusive is a pack out where it shows three windows the main window is the Viking outfit, and then the other two windows are just the outfits. You know, the Viking outfit on Vicron in the middle for the Comic-Con, mm-hmm. and the two outside windows are the space and military. Well, so that's the special part of it. And then uh, the, the one for after the show is two different packouts. So you'll have your choice, and this is interesting because they've never given choices like this. You'll have your choice of the middle figure being in military or space, and then the other two outfits in the in the outside windows of the package. That's so, cool. What's interesting is it's going to be... I think I'm going to go for military because I love his tank head. I'll, I'm going to be opening it anyways, but uh-huh. but I think I'm. It'll be interesting to see like what if all the military sell out, you know, and yeah. and they're left with a ton of space 
Vicrons or vice versa, you know? Yeah. It's, I could see them doing this and just being like, you get a random one. I almost think that would be better, better for Maddie. Mm-hmm. I, again, it's not better for the collector because if you're mint in box and you can't get the Comic-Con exclusive, mm-hmm. you probably want the military or space, yeah. you know, but um let's see that's it for masters universe classics information uh disney droid factory is now open so we talked about this on uh previous episodes so this is where you basically can build a droid at the tatooine traders is that what it's called at disney um, so there's uh, there's ton seventy one different pieces to create three and three quarter astromech droids. <sighs> so this is all based on the previous build a figure. Um, the cutest thing and the picture that we have linked to, and there's a video too that shows it on StarWars.com, is they have little Mickey ears that go on the droids like past exclusives have had. That is really cute. It's ridiculously cute. And I'm excited. I hope they keep this around, you know, especially now with the baby. I mean, wouldn't you say maybe five years until we get back there? I mean, how how old does well, our child have to be? Well, that's what grandma and grandpa's for. We... Oh, we're going to go before they're old <laughs> enough to go. <laughs> I, I agree. I think that would be better because uh, I really don't want to take... I went... When I was, um, how old was I? I must have been maybe nine, ten years old, and I had the time of my life. And mm-hmm. I have very vivid me- memories. Again, my mom went to a conference, so I literally stayed at the hotel all day and got to do whatever I want at a Disney resort hotel you know i didn't get to go into the park but i had my run of the disney hotel and shit like that which you would never do nowadays for a kid that young yeah but uh but i loved it so i wouldn't want to take our kids until they're at least eight i'm thinking eight to ten somewhere in there that's how long it's gonna take us to save up (laughs) (laughs) So if you are going to be at the Disney parks, this is a feature that's available to you. If you're an astromech fan, um, somebody shit. Oh, I should have researched this. I saw it come across the line. Somebody literally put up how many different variations there would be because the 71 pieces aren't mutually exclusive or anything, you know, Uh So there's only so many bodies, so many heads, right. blah, blah, blah. So somebody put up the possible combinations. And it, I mean, I think it, it was in the hundreds, if I remember right, because it was in talk of that somebody was going to try to do it. Somebody was going to try to do every single droid factor How much are they? Like 10 bucks a pop? <laughs> that's a good. God, that's another good question that I should have researched. Sorry, guys. Google that shit if you want. <laughs> we Google link to it. the article that has a picture. Oh, it has a slideshow. Let's see here. Ooh, slideshow. Slideshow. <laughs> oh, so just t- oh, look at the little indie hat. I forgot. That oh, and hilarious. the goofy hat. So not only does it have the Mickey Mouse ears, but it has. 
<gasps> the uh, Yoda, Yoda cap hat. with the ears. <laughs> the the no. oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. That one's pretty cool. So it looks like you can get it in a single card, which looks like you can put the name of it there, or a or a dual card. Oh my god, those are so cute. Yeah, we're okay. going to be going to Disney World. If somebody's going to the Disney parks, we will just from this picture alone let you know what we would like to have <laughs> built. And it'll be for the baby. It won't be for us. We'll pick we'll pick one combination and it'll be for baby McFavorite. So if anyone's going over the next few months, let us know. If you don't mind doing one for us, and we'll pay, we'll pay you for it, and this yeah, shipping we'll, and we'll all that. Yeah, we'll pay cost plus shipping plus beer. I guess they don't sell beer at the park, but yeah, they do. This at is at Epcot. MGM. Oh, is this at? Oh, yeah, it'll be at Tatooine Trader. So yeah, we'll even yeah. pay park price beer. Yeah. So let us know if you're going to. Magic go. Kingdom doesn't serve beer. They're the only one who doesn't. Yeah. Which is good. I, I, I thought that was a good idea. Um, Amazon is getting a Bruticus gift set. That's right. It's still going to be kind of the gaudy G2 um, colors that the individual releases are going to be. Um, and there's not a lot of information on this yet. Um, I don't even think there's a link. Um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, no word on packaging. Uh, yeah, there's, there's not a link. There's no nothing. So kind of take this with a grain of salt, but, um, the way, I mean, the way Hasbro has been working with, uh, Amazon with the Joe stuff, I could imagine there'd very easily be a transformers exclusive. Um, <laughs> uh, Prototype Boba Fett delays. So I uh, experienced this first uh, first person. Oh, that's right. Uh, basically, they sent out a mailer card, and they've done this with almost every single mail away. And I appreciate this. This is amazing, in my opinion. So people like me that wait to the last week, you know, this mail away offer has been available for six months. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had proofs of purchases for fucking two years. But again, I waited to the very last week and I sent in three. So I sent in one for Mark, an opener for me, and then a carded for me. Um, and uh, so they sent me a thing saying, due to, you know, huge demand, we're going to do a second run of these figures, and they're not going to ship till July 20th, which I'm like, whatever. I waited six months to get mine. I can wait another three months, you yeah. know, because this was a few weeks ago. Um, but it's just amazing that they do that. They could literally just say, sorry, we didn't make enough. It was too popular. Here's, we're not going to cash your check. Here's a picture of the voided check, you know, mm -hmm. but I think with the mail aways, it's, they literally have cash in their hands. They're like, but we have $10,000 of checks. Are you sure you don't want to run, you know, yeah. a smaller run of it or something, you know? Or let's fill what we have. Yeah, let's say we need to order, you know, 1,980 of them. Yeah. You know? 
Um, so that's it for toy news. Let's go ahead and get into fan made projects and then we're going to take a quick break. Um, first up fans project core. So this is a new website launched by the fans project crew. And this is, this is really, really interesting in my opinion. So basically what it is, is it seems like fans project is trying to break away from, uh, mimicking the Transformers IP. So no longer are they going to be making not Springer, not Insecticons, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. They are literally trying to go in their own direction is what it seems like. Mm-hmm. Again, is this like, hey, we know we screwed up in the past. We want to make things right and we're going to try to do our own toys. Or is this... Hey, Hasbro, leave us the fuck alone, and in three months, we're still going to be coming out with a bootleg of your IP. You know, I shouldn't say bootleg, but an infringement on your IP. Um, but part of this new <laughs> part of this new initiative is they're going to be doing a subscription service. Oh, that's cool! So everybody knows that I'm a sucker for subscription <laughs> services. This is coming out at the perfect time. <laughs> why would you say that do not forget about what's what's growing i know baby i know (coughs) don't forget about that price tag (laughs) (laughs) so this will be a subscription service they haven't offered a lot of details yet they have said that there would there will be a free figure completely free just for signing up for the subscription again completely free air quotes since you can't see me um uh but beyond that they haven't really said too much uh they did they have teased their Warbot uh two which is steel core and uh this is basically uh what a lot of people are gonna are uh from the teasers that they've shown is the uh heart master and uh again unfortunately don't know a lot of information on this um but uh you can take a look at the show notes and see uh some artwork and prototype images and then something that does infringe on uh transformers ip is what looks to be a broadside triple changer so if you're unfamiliar with uh, Broadside, as he isn't one of the more popular triple changers, he was a he went from bot to um, bot to aircraft carrier to jet. Wow! So and from so so we have a link to the artwork here, and then at Botcon and and I didn't link to this. Um, but you can just Google it at BotCon. They showed uh, silhouettes of what the aircraft carrier uh, and jet mode would look like. Again, I don't have uh, any tie to it, so no interest for me. Aww. Isn't that good? As the more obscure, again, I, I am only interested. And interested in things that are nostalgic for me again that encompasses a huge range of shit 
because it's anything that I even knew about when I was a kid. It's not things that I had personal ties to, but that I knew about. So that encompasses a wide range of toys, <laughs> things that I commercial. wanted as a kid. I remember that commercial. <laughs> exactly. My friend had that. I want that. <laughs> Uh, TFC Toys announced that uh, Aerobots are incoming. So we get the famous uh, Transformer silhouette that shows a bot mode, a jet mode, and an arm mode. And uh, <laughs> and then the other fucking Transformer cliche, we get the blurry black and white picture. <laughs> Project Uranus. Uh, that's I do not fucking get that. That's uh, Miss McFavor pointed out the hilarious thing that it is literally called Project Uranus. And so, yeah, that's awesome. You can take that for what it is. Um, and this is even more interesting. We get hints that there might be a shattered glass Hercules on the way. So not only do they want you to pay $600 for a reimagining of the G1 Devastator, now they're going to paint him in what looks to be uh, Protectobots, so uh, red, white, and blue colors. Mm-hmm. And and pay six hundred dollars for a repaint. It's awesome. I can't imagine it'll be full price. I can't imagine that they'll knock a hundred bucks off, like sell them for eighty bucks a piece, something like that. But again, I mean, uh, yeah, no interest. Yay. <laughs> Do you realize I feel like I have to say that to make you like keep the smile on your face? <laughs> like the more I say, oh, my God, like her, her, her smile gets turned upside down like a little bit each time until I say ah, that's an easy pass and then whoop, right back up. All right. Toy World finally has uh, released some Hegemon comparison picks. So this is the very G1 accurate third-party Megatron um, that we've seen some very detailed picks. Um, they just... Oh, shut the fuck up. Is, see, this is what I get for linking to a fucking... Okay, there we go. Yeah. Actually, to their site instead of a fan site. Um, so this is the very G1 accurate Megatron that we've talked about on several shows in the past. Um, so looks really good here. Comes with his sword and his mace, which I'm most excited about. Not too key on all the red molding. Uh, what I do like is the scope. Looks like it has red plastic in it. That would be kind of a cool addition for the scope. Um, so there's the uh, uh, Walter P38 um, alt mode. <sighs> I'm trying to like say I don't want this, but I really, really do. Um, so let's get to these comparison picks. Come on. Slow ass. 
Optimize your photos better. Okay. So here he is. I assume this is with a Voyager, Optimus Prime. Uh, here he is with a fans project Insecticon. So yeah, that had to have been a Voyager uh, Prime. And here he is with MP10. Um, so that kind of gives you an idea if you're hoping that he would be anywhere in scale with him. He's definitely not. He's definitely more of a Voyager. So um, if you're on the fence, if you wanted to kind of get an idea of his scale, definitely check out the show notes. Uh, you can still... Oh, that's interesting. This Oh, that still does say pre-order. Okay. Shipping date, June 2012. I just saw the in stock here. Oh. So we have links directly to the third-party company's uh, store website. Uh, I would suggest ordering it from Captured Prey. Um, they will charge your card immediately for pre-orders. Not a huge deal, but they're the only uh, seller in the U.S. that's going to be carrying this. If you don't get it from them, you need to get it from... Uh, from somewhere in the uh, UK, like uh, Robot Kingdom, Kapow Toys, or of course, all the different uh, third-party Asian sellers. So, all right, that's it for toy news and fan-made projects. We're going to go ahead and take a break because I think Miss McFavor is going to piss her pants over there. <laughs> she has literally been herking and jerking all over the place for the last five minutes. Uh, but we're going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think she's really thirsty. It looks like she needs something to drink. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Peace. Adam transforms into He-Man. I have the power! And now it's He-Man versus the evil Skeletor. Skeletor alone is no match for He-Man. But there's the ferocious fangs of Panthor. Scratch that, He-Man's got Battle Cat. Now it's a fight with bite and a mass of missiles. That was close, but He-Man's mighty sword is closer. So long, Skeletor. New He-Man, Skeletor, Battle Cat, and Panther figures each sold separately. All right, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get in store report. So um, this is coming out a little bit after when I originally did these show notes. Um, so my first story was stores are breaking retaliation street date, which has now been lifted. Well, now it's actually everything is out there. Um, <laughs> I checked over the weekend over Memorial Day weekend and none of my stores had broken the street date. I even asked a couple toys toy department managers i'm like did you hear that they lifted the street date and they're like we didn't get anything from corporate we can't do anything i'm sure they're tired of people asking them to get shit from the back Fucking but... scalpers <laughs> these are children's toys <laughs> you are a man <laughs> <laughs> oh god i love that part of fucking friday three dude <laughs> You are a boy. <laughs> I am a boy. <laughs> uh, so retaliation's hitting hard and heavy. Um, something that has come up in the last couple days is while wave one is hit with the vengeance out there, uh, we did just hear today that uh, 
pre-orders and everything. I guess we just we had already talked about this, but anything past Wave One will not be being released until uh, next year. So I'm fine with that. I'm like, dude, one night, a hundred bucks. I'm done with GI Joe for nine months. Essentially, I'm, I mean, of course, they're going to come out with other shit. I can't imagine them not having any GI Joe for nine months. But it's nice. I knocked all that shit out. I'm very happy. I'm happy with what I bought. I've opened the Hiss so far, and it is gorgeous. Look at that big ass thing over there with the armored Cobra Commander. I mean, it's it's literally like a battle armor version of Cobra Commander. Looks amazing. Again, did Cobra unplug our digital frame? No, I unplugged it. I think the other night because my phone was dead. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Oh my god! I can't believe it. I can't believe it's gracing our presence in this living room. <laughs> In the ads. <laughs> uh, this week, there's actually quite a few sales, and hopefully we'll get this out in time for you to take advantage of these. Uh, True has buy one, get one half off on all G.I. Joe figures. So um, I was actually able to find the entire first wave, sans the variant Cobra Commander and Joe Trooper. Um, there, so got them all buy one, get one uh, half off. This was after I had bought the entire wave from separate stores, so now I have a big return run I have to do. <laughs> you can do that next week when I have more homework to do. There you go. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, Thank God, Target has a buy one, get one half off of any Star Wars toys. They just have to be from the same brand. So if you buy a Hasbro toy, it has to be a Hasbro toy that you get half off on, which is awesome. And hopefully this will fucking move some of that January of 2012 Phantom Menace case, man. That thing has just been hanging out. Like, I have seen the deleted scenes wave once. Once. So, uh, hopefully that'll move some of that shit. Uh, online, new items and pre-orders. Now, while we haven't had a lot hitting the stores in regard to the uh, four franchises, there are tons of new items. Uh, the new limited articulation Star Wars battle packs are up at Hasbro Toy Shop, and one is literally already sold out. Um, that's the uh, the Bespin. Uh, let's see what they call it. Bespin Battle. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's back in stock. It was out of stock when I checked this. Oh, now the other one's out of stock. That's really interesting. So the uh, Bespin Battle Pack, which is um, Bespin Luke, a Boba Fett, and a Darth Vader, are right now in Hasbro Toy Shop for $23. Um and uh, so limited articulation, if you don't remember, and these are pre-orders, just so you know. Um, so if you didn't hear about these, these are literally five points of articulation. 
So way going way back to the vintage days. Shoulders, hips, and neck. That's it. That's all you get. Wow. The sculpts aren't that bad. Let me see if I can get a bigger version here for Miss... Oh, of course it popped up on this screen. I mean, the sculpts aren't that bad. I mean, for once... That Vader helmet doesn't look right. See, I think it looks better than it has. You don't think it does? I, I like... He looks surprised. <laughs> Well, that's the pose. Like, See, that's the whole thing. You can't really put him in. He's holding a sword out. He's all derp. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, just like the, it just, the, the helmet seems like longer. So like he's got this longer face. Like, look at the shape of, and it could just See, be. See, Boba Fett seems like it's splayed out at the bottom. Excuse me. Yeah. No, they're not bad, but it's just, it's funny because it looks like, you know, like he's got a long face. He's all, yeah, it does look a little squished. And then, so now I guess the duel on Naboo set is sold out. So this is the Quingon Jin, mm -hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul. With five points of articulation. Yeah. Too. And I, so they can just see if in the go. description. Hi yeah, they just they just literally move at their shoulders. Do, do, no, nope, do, do, do. can't even do that. Do, do, Up and do, down, do, do, that's do, it. Do, yeah. do, do, do. <laughs> I'm going to get you. <laughs> uh, so if you have any interest in those, you can at least pre-order one of them right now. Uh, let's see. Oh. I'm like, oh, what is this? Oh, that's an old battle pack. I thought that was a new one. Anywho, uh, come on. Let's get back here. Uh, Sideswipe slash Lambor, and actually it's not in the show notes, but uh, now Red Alert and Masterpiece Soundwave have all gone up for pre-order on BBTS and other major fan sites. And what's awesome is uh, Sideswipe uh, started off at it started off like it's something ridiculous, like 150 bucks, because that's what their masterpieces were going for. Uh -huh. Then they showed a comparison pick, and it's tiny. So, I mean, you've seen my masterpieces, right? Like the Masterpiece Grimlock, Hot Rod, those kind of things. I mean, think how big those well, are. Well, the, the Prime that used to sit there forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So these are now the size of that bulkhead, or this one is at least. What? Yeah, exactly. And so they dropped the price from literally, I think it was 150 bucks. They dropped it down to, it's now $84. And this is actually cheaper than you're going to find anywhere because BBTS is, uh, what they're doing, they're calling this a customer appreciation pre-order discount. Okay. And so about the cheapest you can find it anywhere at other retailers is about $95 and they're selling it at 84 bucks. So that's pretty damn good. Um, and then Masterpiece Soundwave, now he's not quite as inexpensive, um, but that's because the list price on him is considerably more expensive. 
So now people are kind of, and again, Soundwave was a huge G1 figure back in the day. I mean, if you think of him, mm-hmm. I mean, he was bigger than Megatron. He was bigger than Starscream. He was much bigger than Prime. You know, he just was a lot bigger. Um, so I don't know if they're going to try to do it in that scale. There's been rumors that it's um, it's due to the packaging size, which means he would be coming with more shit. So it's it's a possibility we might get be getting masterpiece versions of the cassettes as well and that'd be awesome at least if we got like a laser beak a ravage and a rumble Mm -hmm. you know the three core guys um that would be amazing so the customer appreciation price on this is 140 down from 155 so i've placed my pre-order already it doesn't come out till december so it doesn't come out to my birthday I'm sorry, I was playing with Ruthie. What? Nothing. So, um, (laughs) those are up for pre-order right now. That just happened. The the (laughs) sound wave. The sound wave has been officially announced, but the only picture of it is a little silhouette. So, don't expect to see that. We have seen third-party picks of a quote masterpiece sound wave. Um, but nobody has been able to connect those to Takara yet. So that's just speculation. Um, again, here's a, here's a look in the past retaliation toys are in stock around the web. <laughs> and in every store you go to, there's no, there's not been a recall. If people have product, they have it to sell. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask about that. Like, they were telling us at Target that there were things going to be only online. Yeah, you know, so there's exactly. That. So that bullshit. whole. <clears throat> they just didn't want to fucking get off their lazy ass and pull the shit from the back. Because I asked a store manager at, an other, at another Target, like, oh, did you guys get a recall notice or anything like that? And he's like, no, we haven't gotten anything from corporate we just put them out on the day the cardboard box said you know (laughs) fucking assholes anyways um people had better luck monday night than they did monday day so i think we just went too early in the day they just hadn't yeah they hadn't brought in the stocking team yet or whatever you know but when there's street date see that's funny because i would imagine that you would think they would stock them the night before. Right. So, ooh, yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Uh, vintage Wave 4 Revision 1 and Wave 5 are up for pre-orders. And uh, this is something else I have pre-ordered. Um, huh? <laughs> nothing. So, Stop it! <laughs> what makes these super fucking cool is... If you've missed, like I have here, or haven't seen, I haven't missed it, I haven't seen Remnant 1 of Wave 3, 4, or 5, between revision, uh, Wave 4, Case, Revision 1, and Case 5, you can account for all three of those waves. And then you only, I think I, I figured it out, so that's 24 figures, I think I figured out that I only need to sell about six of them. 
So not bad. I only need to sell a fourth of them. And it takes care of all three of the waves I've been missing. Um, including the Wedge Antilles figure, which is a $70 figure right now for no fucking reason, in my opinion. But anyways, um, so again, that's based on my collecting habits. Again, I'm not collecting any of the prequel stuff. I'm not necessarily not buying it to open, uh, but I'm not collecting any of the prequel stuff. Uh, One of the ones I'm excited about that people could really give a shit about is this Anakin and Clone Wars deco. So it's a realistic Anakin uh-huh. in his Clone Wars uh, garb. Isn't that cool? That is cool. <laughs> oh. Well, that's what you get for playing with your dog <laughs> while we're doing the, the damn podcast. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> So Wave 5, of course, is the uh, very EU-heavy uh, Darth Malgus, uh, Starkiller, and um, I always forget the other chick, See, the why, Shea Vizsla. What if for like Father's Day I got all, like that picture right there of all of those and uh-huh. turned it into a poster? I wouldn't. I wouldn't fucking care. And you could put you it know. up on the wall, just like just like all your other figures. I'll already have the figures. But I'm saying instead of the figures, baby, the figures are three dimensional. I don't <laughs> want a fucking poster of figures. Now card art, maybe like if you got me a a a, a, a poster of the Galen Merrick. From the Force Unleashed, that'd be cool, but I still want the single carded figure. This is the first time the star character from Force Unleashed 1 and 2 has been on a single card. And see, and I'm just a big sucker for the EU stuff. Like, I don't even play the Old Republic, but I definitely want a fucking Darth Malgus. And I definitely want a Shea Vizsla, you know? Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, TF Prime Deluxe Case Revision has been announced, and this time including two Viacons. So if you still haven't been able to find a Viacon, rest assured there is a case revision out there. If you haven't found one, keep looking. Uh, for Retaliation, I did a 10-store run last night. It was... Uh, it was... Or... Yeah, ten. So it's two Kmart's, uh, four Walmart's, three Targets, and one Toys R Us, and literally every other one had a Viacon. So they may be hard to find right now, but I have a feeling that case is going to ship for a while. So you should be able to find one. Um, canceled. Deviant Mobile Mech Suit was on eBay. Um, so this is a a repaint and a slight retool of the Pursuit of Cobra uh, mechs that they were putting out. Uh, it's it's kind of got a cool color here. So it's wow. like gray with the red repaint. Yeah, it was canceled. This never showed up. So this is like a prototype, even though it doesn't... I don't think it actually says prototype. 
the crazy thing about this was this was actually supposed to come with the uh this was actually supposed to come with the pursuit of Cobra uh Alpine which <laughs> now I'm hoping these weren't the colors <laughs> That looks god awful. This is like well, a the look mount- on his face. He's all well, yeah, and that's I think the paint on it's horrible too. Uh, but this is supposed to be like a mountaineering guy. I'm just like, oh god, that looks horrible. But I would have loved to have gotten him in better colors, you know, especially yeah. at the baseball cap. Um. So so look at that. So these were supposed to be a set that came out. Uh-huh. So the canceled vehicle was $212. How much do you think the canceled figure would go for? Don't be sarcastic. Be logical. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I don't know how to answer questions without sarcasm. Um, $70. Higher? Four hundred and five. See, I was gonna dollars. say five hundred. But you were gonna say it sarcastic. I know. <laughs> you were just saying, oh no, a thousand dollars. Is that what the nerds will pay for it? <laughs> no, I was gonna say I'll take five hundred for. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have said that. That's not being sarcastic. No, it's too late. So, I was. I really was gonna say like five hundred. Is that what you would really think? I really, yes. Think? Well, okay, good. Then you are exactly right. I would have never imagined that it would gone for that much. So you're more in tune to the canceled prototype market than I am. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> that babe right there, that was sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> Yojo.com revamps their archive. So uh, if you listen to What's on Joe Mind, they covered this a little bit on their site. Um, but so what, uh, Yojo, the pinnacle of Joe Toy archives, in my opinion. Um, it, the problem that it always had. So here, let me start you off at the homepage. Okay, I guess the logo doesn't take you to the home page. Okay, so really cool here. Uh, so toy archive. Okay, so I want to know about action figures. So I'd go to action figures here. Mm-hmm. Before, all they would have were these years, uh-huh. and. I can't even, and I think they had the different types. So they had, you know, um, uh, no, see, I don't even think they had it alphabetically. But anyways, so all they had were the year. So if you're looking for a specific figure, who knows what fucking year that came out on? So you'd have to click into the year like, oh, I'm pretty sure that was an 86 figure. Okay. So you click into the year. And then all they would have would be a list of names. So you're like, well, you know, I I think he was called Ripper, but this might be Monkey Wrench, you know, that kind of shit. So you had to click on the name and be like, nope, that's not the figure I'm looking for. So, 
oh my God, now everything is visual. So you click 1986, you get a picture of all the figures. Okay, so that's a huge step up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my favorite figure is mainframe. Um, but of course, I know what the original vintage looks like. Um, so I'll go to mainframe because I'm looking for the Mission Brazil version of him, mm-hmm. which was a you know very, uh, very small run exclusive. And I know in the old Yojo that they would have the links to the variants. Okay. But I didn't know if that was version five or version three. So I'd have to click on each link. Like, nope, that's not the one I'm looking for. Now you go down to the bottom of the page. You can literally roll over the different versions and they'll show it to you. Isn't that fucking awesome? That's very nice of them. And even crazier, you can do a grid view like up at the top if you wanted to see smaller thumbnails of all of them. So it's fucking cool as hell. So now there's no excuse for this not to be your number one resource for Joe Toy Archives. Please go take a look at my 1986 version one of Mainframe computer specialist the first ever action figure to carry a laptop i'm pretty sure although it wasn't a laptop it was more like a desktop computer that just had a keyboard yeah (laughs) uh but i definitely wanted to give some props to that great going yo joe you made one of the best resources even better so i definitely appreciate that you make my life much easier in researching my joe's um, now that I clicked around so much, let me spend five minutes getting back to the show notes here. Pop up suit. <laughs> it's, I can't reach the control. Oh, <gasps> with right. my big, super fancy. Well, but see, I don't want to right click because I'm going too fast. My super fancy nine button travel laser pointer presentation mouse. That I can auto just, shuts off when you don't want it to. Yeah, I, I was going to say like right now. Uh, I can program one of these buttons. <gasps> oh, oh my shit. God. Look at that. 74 episodes in and you're still coming up with brilliant ideas. That's why I married you. Are you staring at my... Really? Are you giving me a guilt trip about my booze now? During a podcast? Yep. I stopped drinking when we're not doing the podcast, relatively speaking. I stopped drinking when I found out I was having your child. (laughs) Well, when I'm having your child, I'll stop drinking too. How about that? Oh, if only. (laughs) Sales and promos, uh, again, those store offers are available online that we talked about. But I did want to focus on one real quick thing. J.C. Penney's, uh, believe it or not, has this amazing kind of knockoff three and three quarter military line um, that if I had the space or if I did better with displaying my stuff, I would be all over this. The thing that drew me to this was, I think this was on the Oklahoma Action Figures Collector Group that I'm a part of. Um, They posted up a Black Hawk helicopter, quote, playset. It's just the helicopter. Uh, 
for freaking $18. I mean, look at this. This is a three and three quarter figure here. So imagine Mm -hmm. how freaking big that is. I mean, it's full scale to the figures for 18 bucks. It falls apart immediately upon opening. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, they actually have pretty good reviews. <laughs> the worst reviews, I mean, look at this one. Yeah, that comes with Five a lot of shit. Five star reviews. Uh, the worst <clears throat> reviews have been from grandmas that buy it for a seven-year-old boy. I mean, of course, they're going to fucking, they'll tear anything. They'll tear a Joe vehicle up just yeah. as quickly, you know? And the big complaint is it comes with too many small things. Well, hello, fucking collectors, that's what we want. So here's a a Humvee with an ATV, one of the most realistic-looking ATVs I've seen, Uh let alone the the Humvee, for 23 bucks. But that's not it. Not just a Humvee and an ATV. You get uh, crowd bear... Well, one, you get six figures you get crowd barriers you get little crates you get traffic cones gas tanks i mean little storage boxes it's ridiculous yeah that is impressive and then probably the most impressive one of them all and again it's the priciest but 43 for $45. Oh, yeah. If Hasbro made that and had their name all over it with Long with G.I. Joe, that's easily 150 bucks. Oh, easy. Easy, dude. I mean, this... So this one has two different guard towers. It's got blown-up wall things. It's got, like, a briefing center with, like a, like, a whiteboard here and a desk and shit. It comes with a Jeep brand, an official Jeep brand military jeep it also comes with an atv and a motorcycle it comes with these awesome uh i forget what you call these they were on uh what's the one with tom hanks saving private ryan that's the first time i really saw him in the storming of normandy but they're basically steel girders that are made into like a little cross And then they have bob wire wrapped all around them, and the bob wire is removable and shit. I mean, this shit is just ridiculous. Again, if if I was more of a if I was more of a a Dio guy, I'd be all over a a tent. It comes with like a little molded (laughs) looking. Well, maybe that's fabric. Maybe that's I doubt it's fabric, but it looks like it might be fucking soft goods. But still. And again, not the most amazing reviews. And I, I couldn't. There was a couple. Uh, there was a couple collector seemed like collector reviews for it. Um, uh huh. <laughs> I turn my mic off I know, when I move so it. I could move it. That was good. Uh, there was a couple people that said like amazing detail, like things collectors would say. But what drives me nuts is I I couldn't find one on any of these that says I'm a collector and this works perfect with my G.I. Joe. Uh, There were parents that said that these things fit in perfect with their kids G.I. Joe stuff. uh But again, you can't really trust parents. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to toys. So 
Um, so yeah, definitely check out the show notes. I linked to all of them that I could find on here. There's an awesome rocket hauler that is just like a customizer's dream. 15 bucks. I mean, for this huge freaking thing. Um, so anyways, sorry, I'm, I'm done gushing over there. Uh, so now on to what I actually did get this time around. So I did get the Amazon renegades four pack. Um, not overly enamored with it. The snake eyes, the, the molded jacket on snake eyes is amazing. I love the red slash maroon ninja. Um, the biggest issue I have, especially with the ninjas is that the stands, the pegs on the stands don't fit the heels, especially Storm Shadow. You can see him. He's kind of like leaning up against the TV over there. Uh-huh. Do you see that? Or are you just saying, uh-huh, when I look at you? No, I see it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I can't Quit sit it. still. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> You're going shake crazy over there. If you're a Renegades fan, I say it's a must. I, I mean, literally, I would have paid 20 bucks for the Snake Eyes and his jacket as he's seen in the show. Um, do you want to stop, Swedes? We can stop. What, what's going on? I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> do you want to lie down? <laughs> I'll fall asleep. <laughs> Hurry up. What did you get? Well, baby, we still got out. No. Okay. Uh, GoBots. And this is all T2RX6's fault. So you can blame him, sweetie. So while he sponsored our drinks on episode 73, he also caused me to buy more toys I would have never thought Oh, no. Buying. No, you are not going to try to blame other people for your addiction. <laughs> So, uh, because of his reviews, I bought the GoBot Combiner, and this is this is right up my alley. It is a mech suit combiner. I mean, you can't beat that. So it's uh, it's five different mech suits uh, that combine into a huge robot. I mean, absolutely massive. I'd say he's at least a foot tall. He wouldn't even fit in front of our TV. He had to go off to the side. Um, so he's gorgeous. Got him for an amazing price. Um, I linked to my eBay auction that I won. So you can see, um, again, mine's in really bad condition. So if you're looking for something better condition, you're definitely going to pay more. <laughs> Then I got a GoBot that I hadn't even thought about in 30 years or, you know, 28 years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and this one was my best deal because, one, I got it for free shipping with the Courageous because I bought it from the same guy. So he cost me $1. It is... The, it is um, the best condition I've ever seen a GoBot in because they're notorious for being ultra loose at this point. Uh -huh. And he is in perfect condition. I would say, I would dare say he's in mint condition with the card back, which is important to me. I like the old card art and stuff like that. Gorgeous hand drawn art on the back of it, not photos. And, uh, again, he's this weird, like, uh, 
he's not a scorpion because he doesn't have a scorpion tail. He's not a spider because he only has uh, six legs, um, but he has pinchers. Um, but he's basically just that. He's creepy, and I love him. Uh, let's see. I also got a leader one from wbcollect.com. If you haven't seen them, go check them out. Amazing prices, especially for loose figures. All their loose figures ship for free, so definitely check them out. That's wbcollect.com. Um, I did order something from them. Oh, no, that was from... Uh, uh, another source. So disregard that. Um, again, uh, due to T2RX6, I ordered the, I finally received the Junkion Blacksmith uh, Devastator Upgrade Kit. I absolutely love it, especially compared to its review of X-Transbots <laughs> Devastator Upgrade Kit. Uh, this Junkion Blacksmith Kit is just amazing there's a couple issues with it um i bought it for an encore set and it fits perfectly except for the chest connection uh t2rx6 tried his on the high grade uh knockoff and he had quite a few issues with it including having to dremel out one of the arms um his connection issue was chest connection issue was tenfold worse than mine um so uh it did work a little bit better with his g2 devastator so it should work fine uh or work at least better with the um g1 molds but my encore edition it worked great so i'm very excited about that purchase love it i can actually get him in some action poses he actually looks like a real robot now instead of you know a brick sitting there um also from wb collect i picked up a vintage gamorian guard this is just one of my favorite can you turn it down just a little bit sorry it's just kind of um this was one of my favorite figures as a kid it's one of my favorite beasts from the star wars movies and just ultra excited again he's in shitty ass condition but i paid seven bucks for him shipped you know so you can't argue with that and then lastly my starship troopers and i should have read this closer it says, Warrior Bug, large action figure. I thought the guy was just kind of bullshitting because I thought I had seen pictures. Uh, um, I thought I had seen pictures of this uh, in scale with other stuff, mm -hmm. but I obviously had no idea because in his pictures, it just, you know, doesn't that look like it could just be like three and three quarter scale? Potentially. Yeah. This thing is fucking massive. It is massive. It's probably close to a foot across. It stands probably about eight inches tall. It's probably uh, nine inches tail to head. Um, again, this is from Starship Troopers. This is the main bug that they fight when they're on the ground. And, I mean, it is literally perfectly in scale with my Masters of the Universe classics figure 
figures. I, I'm thinking that I'm going to make, uh, because he's black and yellow, I think I'm going to be making uh, him a steed for Stinkor, since Stinkor is my second favorite Masters of the Universe classics figure. So um, they can be found ultra cheap. Let's see. I paid. I didn't even pay that shipping. I paid eight dollars economy shipping, and won it for five fifty. So it cost me thirteen bucks. Um, I saw one the other day for a six dollar. Buy it now with ten dollars shipping. So if you're if you're interested, go check out the show notes. Uh, again, maybe my auction doesn't really show the scale. Kind of listen to my dimension. Oh yeah. Oh shit! See, I didn't even read that. Posed between eight to twelve inches, so it's huge. So if you love Starship Troopers, you like this uh, bug, definitely go check that out. All right, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Miss McFavorite looks like she's about to die, so <laughs> see if we can get her more comfortable, and hopefully she can finish out the last part of this cast. So we'll be right back with the featured custom. Peace. Here's how it works. G.I. Joe's, we're fists. How do we strike? Together. Anything I missed, General? Call me Joe. All right, guys, welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into the custom of the show. It is a real American hero, Soundwave. Oh, I thought it was a rah. <laughs> a rah. A rah. Sound wave. <laughs> Whoa, hey. Okay. That's I didn't realize the pictures were that big. I don't think they were that big before. Maybe they'll resize. So basically what this is, is this is a G.I. Joe version of Soundwave, um, complete with laser beak, and it's carded. Wow. So it uses... Um, uh, the primary thing is the bat bot, the bat chest here uh, to kind of duplicate the cassette opening. Um, he does have a sh sh shoulder cannon. Um, so here he is carded, and I just love the artwork. This is custom artwork as well, obviously, um, that a friend of this guy's did. I love the Transformers logo. With the G.I. Joe. Yeah, with the G.I. Joe and then the and then the old school Transformer card art on the back with the file card. That is pretty nice. Oh, he is just gorgeous and what sucks is he made like five of these for people. Oh wow. And uh, that you could have. <laughs> You're not one of them. Yeah, I don't think I would have paid. It, it was like a hundred bucks or something, wow. which is expensive for a three and three quarter figure. And I'd want to open it, but I wouldn't want to open that. I mean, the card is just so freaking beautiful on it. That is. That's pretty nice. Yeah. So it's I mean, pretty impressive. Just amazing. So again, I, I think we just talked up the show notes. 
I can't really remember that well. <laughs> but uh, definitely go check out the show notes. We have the link to the post over on His Tank. This is, I actually first found this on uh, toycutter.com, which is like a custom site that they primarily uh, focus on like uh, art toys, you know, like designer stuff. Um, and Warhammer figurines, mm -hmm. but um, every once in a while they'll just have a normal uh, uh, customized action fi figure. Oh, is that little? That is that supposed to be laser beak? Yeah. That little yeah. So see, you can see here. You can see his wings a little bit better oh, okay. in these three sixty. So they have three sixties of both Soundwave and uh, and laser beak. I'm not good with parts, so unfortunately, I don't know what all the different parts are that make him up. Um, oh, oh, damn it! I knew it. There's a part <laughs> list. So he uses Pursuit of Cobra Snake Eyes head. Uh, Resolute Cobra Commander helmet. Um, again, the upper body is a bat. The lower body is Resolute Destro. Upper arms, Jungle Viper. Lower arms, Resolute Destro. Upper legs, Resolute Snake Eyes. Knee, Resolute Snake Eyes. Lower legs, Resolute Snake Eyes. Feet, Resolute Snake Eyes. Wow, shit. I should have known that. I love that figure. Shoulder cannon is Bazooka's Bazooka plus Gatling gun tip. And then it uses a Crimson Guard backpack. I did know that at least. Um, laser Beak uses a flight pod engine and just random bits on it. So It's a customized rent uh Shit. Customized flight pod engine. Yeah. Yeah. So, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta add in that little customized piece. I know. Shit. I just figured it's a custom, so I figured that it would be because everything's on here is customized in one Nothing way or another. Nothing else I customized. <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite, a stickler for details. Damn it. Can't help myself. <laughs> And a uh, long promised, at least for uh, about a month now, um, we are reviewing... So since our last episode, not <laughs> counting 73? Yeah, exactly. Since the episode before 73. No, it was two episodes ago, I'm so pretty 71, sure. So 71, or 70, yeah, 71? Yeah, 71 is where we said, uh, again, not really a, uh, not really a uh, G.I. Joe, or not one of the four major franchise products but it works perfectly with three and three quarter joes we've talked about it on the show before this is the true heroes ab 115 shark plane um and uh if you don't know what an ab 115 is it, to me it looks like a b-52 bomber wouldn't you say i mean for it's a really big plane uninitiated it is Freaking massive! It's almost three feet. Uh, the wingspan is almost three feet. Uh, really affordable, forty-five bucks at Toys R Us. Um, and of course, it's got the cool shark teeth on it. So hold on one second while I try to lift this sucker up. <laughs> is it heavy? No, I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say it's too heavy. What are you scowling at? Come on. What? 
I love how you're just disgusted by shots now. <laughs> they stink. <laughs> All right. So we've got uh, cool rolling wheels on the bottom. Uh, the One of the cool features of it is the entire wingspan, including a top, uh, a portion of the plane actually pop off. And there's uh, seats that you put inside, so like little uh, parachuting uh, seats. It's got three cool guns that uh, move back and forth and a little bit up and down that stick out of the side. I really like that feature. I didn't notice that when I first was looking at it. Um, it does have lights and sounds for the cannons on the side. So let's see if we can get this to pick up here. Here's the other one. And if anybody knows what he, that just said, good for you. <laughs> um, so like I say, it does open up. It does have a, it has a loading thing, uh, loading ramp, essentially, um, on uh, we've linked to Rob's view uh, review from uh, Joeaday dot uh, com. Um, he's the one that originally kind of made me aware of this, and he was saying that the new vamp fits into this, and I I don't see how that's possible. Um, you would definitely have to remove the gunner guns. Um, because again it has a huge hole in the top you can fit a lot more vehicles in the top than you can through the little loading bay door um but uh i mean it's got a it's got a little door on the side here um the stickers are really cool it doesn't have a ton but it's got a full like eight and a half by 11 sheet of stickers you know again they're not nearly as nice as G.I. Joe ones are, you know, they're a little bit more papery uh-huh. um, as, as opposed to more of the plastic stickers. Um, but I mean, I absolutely love this thing. Uh, let me uh, get the top back on here and I'll hand it to Mrs. McFavorite. Oh boy. <laughs> Way to go. He's dropping his contents everywhere. Yeah, I just, it comes with... Man can't uh, handle his planes. <laughs> you got it? All right. So it comes with three figures, um, which were actually more articulated than I thought. They stand really well. They've got good sculpting, um, good detail in their sculpting. Uh, and then they come with... Uh, uh, sprues of just, I don't know, maybe 10 weapons a piece and cool ones too. I mean, there's like a hand grenade. The problem with the weapons is they're oversized. So I would say the weapons are more for in scale with a five inch figure as opposed to a three and three quarters slash four inch figure. Those bombs do remove. So it's got little removable bombs, just two of them that go on the wings. Um, it does have little machine guns for the wings and for the nose. 
Are these removable? Uh, yeah. I mean, they're not supposed to be removed, but you can remove them. At least I assume so. They they weren't attached when I put it together. Uh, let's see. So basically what I got this for is to have... Um, I think what I'm going to have is I'm going to have a vehicle dropping out of the the back cargo like it's being dropped onto the scene. And then uh, this is going to be uh, flying over my Cloverfield monster. And what I'm going to do with the Cloverfield monster to be able to display a lot of my Joe stuff with it is I'm going to I'm going to pretty much go with the Dio story of that. It's Joe and Cobra <laughs> having to team <laughs> having to team up. Against the Cloverfield monster, so then they'll they won't be battling each other. They'll be battling the Cloverfield monster. This is why girls don't play with this shit. So the back just needs to pull up a little bit, and then there we go. (laughs) And then you have to push that little. Okay. Shut up. (laughs) You seem like you're struggling. I am. (laughs) So the one thing that I don't really like about it, although it's probably going to come in pretty handy, is it has a handle on the top of it. So it's a little unsightly. You could probably remove it if you wanted to. Um, It's not like uh, molded on or anything. Now the handle holders, what it pegs into, are molded in. So those might look a little weird. But again, I mean, God, for 45 bucks, you know, I mean, just an amazing piece of plastic. And you didn't get it for 45 though, did you? You got it for cheaper than that, did you? No, I got it with free shipping, oh. but I did pay 45 bucks. But um, if, you've got, if you've got somebody that might be interested in one of these, uh, they do buy one, get one half off on True Hero stuff all the time. You know, uh-huh. or if you, I haven't seen one forever. Is uh, if you get twenty percent off of one item, you know, shit, that's nine dollars off. They'd make it thirty six bucks. Babies R Us took that one over. I know. Well, they've always put out ridiculous amount of Babies R Us twenty uh, percent off one item stuff, but Toys R Us used to do. You know, at least once every three months they would put one out. You know. So definitely, uh, they are in stock. Well, at least I should. I think they were as of when I did the show notes. Yeah, so they're in stock at, at Toys R Us. I, I've put a link in the show notes. Oh, the other cool thing is it comes with um, a little computer console and a table for inside that have stickers the table's really cool because it's like a a topical map Mm -hmm. of a battle zone you know so just kind of cool dio stuff you know um but like i say i i love it i think it's going to be a great thing to set up all of my you know to have a little flight pod around it then have parachuters paratroopers dropping out of like i'm going to hang the new uh retaliation cobra trooper that has this gorgeous cobra parachute Mm -hmm. hang that from it you know just with a little five inches of fishing line Mm -hmm. you know 
So I'm, I'm really glad I picked it up. Again, now I just need to do something with it. <laughs> um, all right. Next up is listener feedback and questions. First up, we have a voicemail from none other than T2RX6. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get into that right now. What's up, my favorite? It is Justin, T2RX6 here. And uh, I'm just listening to your show at the bright early time of 7 a.m. here. And uh, I heard I should call and give you a voicemail about how to remember my name. And honestly, I can't tell you because it's a name that was born out of a typo. It should have been T2RX7 due to my love of automobiles. And I typoed it, so it's T2RX6. So while I'm telling you how I got my name that was a typo, how did you guys come up with your name? Uh, maybe you said it at some point before, but as someone who hasn't been a podcast subscriber since the beginning, I'd be interested to know. All right, well, I'm off to work, which is far less exciting than leaving this wish now. So I will see you later. Okay, so it's been a while since I've made fun of Google Voices translations. <laughs> <laughs> but this one's funny. It says, What's up, baby? It is Justin to see if you are a prick here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious when I first read that. That was a good one. Um, so <sighs> Mrs. McFavorites is kind of obvious, I guess. How you came Yeah, up with but yours. the way how I came up with, well, not the way, just like in the manner it kind of came up was kind of funny. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, so Slick had already had his name for a while and, uh, God, I don't remember even how long ago this was. Probably about like f four years ago or something like that. I mean, it's when we were starting the podcast. Yeah. I mean, it, it's my name has been what I've used on the boards well, since I got before. into the toy community. Yeah, and it was before the it was before we started our podcast, and I had only used it maybe once or uh, twice um, until we started doing the podcast, mm -hmm. but. Uh, it was the night that Voice of the Republic was doing their live cast of the um, oh, Darth the Bane review. Yeah, the book review, yeah. Um, and so I needed to come up with a screen name real quick, and I was just all, uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. McFavorite, that's it. Mrs. That's McFavorite. Right. I totally have forgotten So that. not really that funny, but it was still kind of like one of those moments where it was like, Okay, I guess that's how it's going to go. <laughs> well, it's awesome that it ties into one of Mrs. McFavorite doesn't really listen to podcasts that much anymore. But uh, Voice of the Republic was one of the ones back when we were both listening to them that mm -hmm. we really liked and we listened to together whenever we could and that kind of stuff because they were just real guys, you know, kind yeah. of talking about the philosophy behind fandom and that kind of stuff as opposed to just being like oh look at all this stuff it's so cool it's star wars you know yeah they are they were uh, much more critical of the fandom and news and that kind of stuff that's why i love them and they're still doing shows that it's, it's they still talk about star wars but it's not completely star wars it's based. pop culture now isn't exactly it? yeah so uh, the last two episodes they did, one was Transformers, <laughs> and then one was the movies of the summer. So definitely take a take a uh, listen to them. 
I want to say, I mean, just do a search for Voice of the Republic. They're on Facebook. I know now they're they're more active on Facebook than anywhere else right now. Um, but they're still putting out podcasts, not very regular. And uh, they're missing one of their founding members. He just kind of got fed up with Star Wars and just quit the show. And I guess hasn't shown any interest in coming back now that it's not just Star Wars. But uh, but if you want to look them up and, and listen to just... Go back and listen to a random one, uh, you know, from years back. It it's really interesting. They had a lot of good insights. They were hilarious, yeah, and all that kind of shit. So, um, how I got my name was, <laughs> uh, my friends and I were sitting around in the bachelor pad over on Pacific, and uh, something came up. You know, we were probably watching some kind of comedy or something, and. You know, the old the old porn name thing, you know, they had buck naked and, you know, shit like that. And we were thinking and we were thinking and Slick McFavorite was the first thing that came to my mind when thinking about a porn name. And and when I started getting into the community and and joining the forums, you had to use a uh, a username and growing up. Every time I had to come up with an alias, it was always Target because that was my graffiti name, you know, back when I was bombing in high school. Um, but you try to use Target on any sizable board and that's going to be taken, yeah. you know. Um, and on some boards, it's not long enough and blah, blah, blah. So uh, so I thought back and Slick McFavorite popped back into my brain. Now, since... It, uh, like I say, there are Slick McFavorites on Facebook. When I first tried to register for MySpace back in the day when we first started the show, uh, Slick McFavorite was already taken on MySpace. And then uh, a friend of mine that I grew up with sent me a link to a Upright Citizens Brigade episode. So it's an old comedy troupe. Um, they're they're very famous in the improv world, um, but more people probably know them from the short-lived MTV uh, series that they did. And they had a uh, sketch on there with a news anchor, and his name was Slick McFavorite. So that was before I came up with my name, and I loved that show. So... I couldn't remember that actual sketch, but I don't know if that influence, like if that planted a seed that a few years later when we're sitting around getting drunk, talking about porn names, that just kind of popped into my head. I just think it's it's funny. And uh, literally, to me, it's it's the opposite of what I am. And that's why I think it's so funny. If, If you ever meet me, I don't think I'm very slick, you know, and I'm not, I'm not like, oh, you know, I'm all cool and I'm the shit or anything like that. So the whole like slick Mick favorite, you know, to me, it's just so fucking pompous. It's like the opposite, you know, like calling a big guy tiny and that kind of shit. So that's where my name came from. His, his story is much more interesting. 
Well, sweetie. <laughs> At least mine's nostalgic. <laughs> it is. I mean, that was awesome. Like, literally, I was like, uh, didn't you just call yourself that because you're my wife? You know? <laughs> well, that's kind of where I came from because the other because i was going to use my old my old nickname of or not nickname but name is snow bunny oh, but i yeah. was like yeah that's i'm not really that anymore yeah you're like i avoid snow <laughs> with Because that, that's when i used to snowboard that's yeah. when i had that so it's no longer and you were a big and still are you're a big fan of playboy you know, not yeah. necessarily because you, you know, have to look at naked fake boobs, but I like to make fun of the naked fake boobs <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that I'm 20 years older than most of these girls. Yeah. Well, not 20, but close. Well, and you like the empowerment and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is. There's something in my opinion, if you're in Playboy, you're the top echelon. You know, you're not some ditzy chick. The hotness. Yeah, you're not some ditzy chick that are are being used to put out some fucking cut rate bad porno. You know, you're ultra hot, hot enough that the number one men's magazine in the world will feature you and it's a yeah. very pop culture thing for america at least i mean you have you have playboy posters all over your well not all over but you have a few playboy posters in your office and shit like and that i have a big play i've got a playboy purses and bags and stuff like yeah that. your snow bunny you always wanted me and i've slacked like i always do on everything at you least you me made it do. Yeah, I designed it. We just never got it printed. Was she wanted on the back of her car a thing that said Snow Bunny and it had Playboy uh, symbols to the left and right of it. Yeah. So, but now you don't like snow. So, <laughs> yeah. So I got a flirty, dirty, and nerdy. Yeah. I got you that sticker story. instead <laughs> that Target printed. Exactly. All right. Uh, Right on. We got a voicemail from Duvall. This is very cool. Duvall is from, uh, I originally knew of him from That New Toy Smell. Now he's on uh, the new toy, or not the, the new, on Toy World Order. And uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to that. Hey, McFavorites, Duvall here. Hey, I just wanted to call and give you guys props for a uh, amazing podcast that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I just discovered. I'm, I'm really busy. You'll have to, you'll have to forgive me. I've got, I got a lot of crap going on, man. A lot of crap. Anyway, I just wanted to give you guys props to say that. Uh, you guys uh, really helped the work day go by. I've been kind of been catching up with them uh, backwards. Actually, it's kind of weird because it's like a time machine. I like to go back in time and hear news that already happened. But anyway, I'm a busy guy and I do a lot of toy reviews. I don't get a lot of chances to keep up with the news of the major four times. And uh, you guys are a good outlet for that. So keep up the good work. And uh... Right on. It always makes me blush. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is when people are just like, ah, it's so great. I'm like, Because uh, you love it, but you don't want to admit that you love I it. I don't know. You I attention know. whore. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I know. I'm an attention whore. I love it, but I still blush. Do you? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, I, uh, you have a great point, Duvall, uh, in that, um, I can't wait 
to go back. I think like once we hit a hundred, I'm going to go back and listen to like the first and second episode. Oh God. And it will be, it'll be like a time machine. Like we'll be talking about, you know, BotCon 2008 and you know, shit oh like my that, God. you know, it's, it's crazy. Um, and just to set the world or world, God, just to set the record straight, uh, toyworldorder.com is the site. The podcast is actually uh, Dave. Damn it. Did I already forget it? It's Dave and Duvall's Toys and Collectibles. And then he has an even not I wouldn't say better cast, but a cast for a different demographic. He has an awesome cast called Married to the Collection, and it's him and his wife doing a podcast. And uh, uh, I haven't made it too far into it, but the first episode was amazing. It was uh, uh, them explaining how they met and, you know, how she was like, clued into that he he's kind of like me he has a serious problem with money you know and uh <clears throat> while mine's focused on toys and these four franchises like he collects movie poster like he's just a collector you know a, a collector of things <laughs> yeah and uh and she is uh she just grew up in this very like you manage your money kind of household <laughs> and so like it's just these two diametric that and, is exactly like us i know and it's uh well, you're not as crazy with your money because you'll still go out and buy a shit ton of clothes just well, yeah. because you're like, I'm a spoiled I need brat. clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, so go check. You can find both those podcasts at Toy World Order. And, and Dave, if you didn't know, if you watched uh, that new toy smell, uh, in the past, Dave is actually the big G.I. Joe collector that was on a handful of episodes. He kind of took Duvall's place when Duvall left. And then, again, I don't know the whole story, but from what I know, there was drama, essentially. And so uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, because I thought I thought uh, him and Scotty Cash and Dan put on an amazing show. Um, not the hugest fan of Killen. He just doesn't seem very excited about toys, and it's really weird that he owns a toy store. I mean, again, it's CDs and comics and stuff like that, but he just kind of seems like he hates the toy world. But uh, so... That's awesome. Thank you so much for the voicemail, Duvall. We, we really, really appreciate it. And I just keep freaking rambling, and I can't find my mouse because I think it disconnected again. Hello, my... Oh, I see it. I see it. You see it. It's almost there. There oh. we go. All right. <laughs> wow. Um... All right, and we did have one more voicemail. This is from Engineer Nerd, so let's go ahead and take a listen to that now. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. McFavor, it's been a while. This is Engineer Nerd, and I thought I'd ask a couple of questions since it's been a while. Uh, the first question is, is after our, the last one, you guys said I didn't sound like what you expected. I have to ask, what did you expect me to sound like? 
My second question is a little bit, um, little bit more serious. I recently had a table for TVandFilmToys.com at our lovely uh, local Comic Con, Summit City Comic Con, and here in lovely Fort Wayne, and um, I had a display on my table stating that I was engineer nerd. So I have to ask, since you guys use um, some pseudonyms online, do you introduce yourself by your real name? Or do you introduce yourself as Slick McFavorite and Mrs. McFavorite when you go to a con? Can't wait to hear your answer. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Right on. And so if you guys can tell, his his voicemail was very clear and crisp, and that's because he sent us an MP3. So How many times did it take you to record it? yeah hopefully you're not like me that like oh nope i i paused for a split second too long between those sentence breaks and hey guys hey Hey guys it's all um as far as what i thought you would sound like because i don't think miss mcfavorite actually had seen a picture the uh um and the only picture I've seen um, was your Twitter icon, and you look like a very manly man. So I just expected like a very deep, booming voice. And and as everybody heard, you have a very eloquent, well-spoken voice. Again, an engineer, you would imagine you would be well-spoken. I, I guess... And and you're very eloquent on Twitter and well-spoken there, but I guess one of the misconceptions I have about the entire toy community is you see posts that are in 140 characters, you see off-the-cuff remarks and stuff like that, and you just see bad grammar. So I guess I never expect anyone from our community to be very eloquent. You know, mm-hmm. I always expect him to be like, yeah, stupid G.I. Joe club. I don't can't what they say, you know. And so, well, it's because people are because I do this, too. Like, even though I read through my posts, I still miss like the the autocorrect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there are some that are even worse than other and see, I, I, I almost applaud people that are able to just be like, blah, 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 post, you know, because I literally, and this is kind of, this is breaking down the fourth wall, pulling the curtain back, is my posts, I will literally reread them nine times, you know, because I am, I'm like. He's OCD that way. Well, and the way I do Twitter is I type out everything I want to say, and then I'm like, okay, now I got to remove 40 characters because I'm at 180, you know, so I start trimming down excess words. I, you know, so even I skip a lot of the I, I want this. I just put want this because, you know, whatever. And so, I mean, that's basically what it was i just thought you'd have a big deep booming voice and not that you don't have a relatively deep voice but you know i'm thinking uh let's see and see and that's the problem i can't even think of anybody that has a really deep voice mike i guess from what's on joe mind wouldn't you say he has a deep voice yeah so he does the ted baxter so Anyways, um, as far as how we... I didn't get that joke. 
I know, because you're too young. You don't re- <laughs> I hate that. See, again, I don't even, like I told him, I don't even remember the Mary Tyler Moore show, but I remember Too Close for Comfort. Oh, was, was that uh, Leslie Nielsen's character? Oh, my God, that wasn't Leslie Nielsen. That was What show has had Leslie Nielsen in it? Police Squad. Wasn't there a guy that looked like Leslie Nielsen, though? Yes, yeah, and I that can't guy. and I can't remember what the actor's name oh, is. Geez. But Ted Baxter was the character from the Mary Tyler Moore show that that actor played. Oh, so yeah, off to IMDb with Mrs. McFavorite, and I will tell you how we introduce ourselves. So um, when we meet fans, most of the times. Fans, I would say six, 75% of the time, fans recognize me by my voice, you know, because I don't really post pictures anywhere of myself. I'm not, you know, I try to use the logo and everything we do just to kind of promote the show and the site because I don't do any other promotion besides that. Um, Isn't that funny? Real name Ted Knight. Yeah, okay. and it's a picture of Betty White. Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that was supposed to be the picture <laughs> okay, <laughs> because Betty go. White was on the Mary Tyler Moore Show, I believe. Yeah, I know, but this. Okay, anyway. Anyways, so. but yeah, so Ted Knight. What's who we were talking about? <laughs> so, anyways, so um, so mostly people will say Slick Mick favorite, and I'll be like, Oh, hey, nice to meet you, Jason. You know, as soon as I meet someone in person that knows that alias, I want to personalize and be like, Jason, what's your name? Great. You know, and then after I know their name, I'll say, what's your screen name? What do you go by? That kind of thing. Um, the other the other predominant experience I have with um, uh, with using my name is being with other people that introduce me to their friends and they introduce me as Slick McFavorite. And they, you know, so that George and Aileen, yeah. uh, Saber, uh, Andy, Bruce. you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Bruticus. I'm not going to call him Bruce, damn it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, so they introduce me as Slick McFavorite. And as soon as they introduce me as Slick McFavorite, I'll say Jason. You know, so again, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I literally keep that persona so separate. Like I have, like, if you want to follow my personal account, I have a Jason Spiller account on Twitter. I have a Facebook, you know, I have Facebook dot com slash Jason Spiller, but I keep those separate because my work follows those. So when I'm goofing off all day at work, you know, and like the last few days I haven't had a lot of work to do. So I've literally posted on Twitter 10 to 15 times during the day. I just don't want my fucking boss that follows me on Twitter or, you know, is my friend on Facebook to see all those toy related posts and stuff like that. That's the only real reason for the separation. And I just always introduce myself as Jessica because I don't sound the same in person, I don't think. 
Oh, I think you do. Do you? But I like always, George and Aileen introduce us as yeah. the favorites. Yeah. You know, from Open Your Toys. You know, again, at cons. That and I'm very introverted and stuff like that. And I, if I don't have if I don't have slick around, and I'm standing in line at a con by myself, and if I try to. If I even like bring up a podcast, I'm afraid that they'll like start talking to me about things I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and like, I don't want to ruin the the image of the cast that way. So, God, sweetie, people be like, this bitch doesn't know anything, and she's on a podcast. I mean, that's that's the good thing. You offer that perspective. You don't, you're not entrenched like yeah. the people, I'm assuming most of the people that listen to the show are. You're not entrenched in the community. So that, like I say, that that's what makes us work, in my opinion. That's what makes us different from other people. Because yeah. even Swan, Star Wars Action News, she's just as big as star Wars geek as he is yet. She just doesn't understand why he buys so many toys when she buys everything else. Star Wars, you know? Yeah. So, but, but yeah, so it's, it's more my introverted self that, that just introduces myself as Jessica. (laughs) Uh, So again, just to promote him just because he's, one of the people I converse with probably the most on Twitter. Uh, Engineer Nerd is from tvandfilmtoys.com, so please go check out his site. He's uh, also been on a few podcasts, so um, definitely check him out. Sorry. All right. Um, Just because we're running a little long, we're going to go ahead and go right into Grab Bag. Um, like I said, we uh, the G.I. Joe portion of the grab bag was completely covered in episode 73. It literally is the last hour of the cast. <laughs> so if you want to hear our thoughts on the pushback of G.I. Joe retaliation, definitely check out the last episode. Here's my thoughts on it real quick. Oh, yeah, because you didn't. You weren't part of that part. It sucks. Sorry. No, it sucks that oh, it that got guy. pushed back. <laughs> God, you, you suck. You suck. <laughs> it just means that I only get one Channing Tatum movie this year. <laughs> Actually, 21 Jump Street was this year. The Vow was this year. Okay, so... Well, maybe get... The Vow was December of last no, year. No, yeah, The Vow was last year. But, but we yeah. don't we don't see those types of movies in theaters. We only see big blockbuster special yeah. effects so in the show. I only got two. <laughs> well, and that's why they're saying uh. <laughs> That's why they're saying they are literally re- spoiler. Wow, I actually remembered spoiler. Just jump 30 seconds ahead. Now. All right. So they are literally saying that it is being reshot to add a bunch more Channing Tatum because he is so much more popular now that he did now that the vow and 21 Jump Street was so popular. Shut the front yeah. door. The 3D is a, is a side thing, but they are literally going to reshoot a bunch of scenes I with him that. to increase the relationship between him and The Rock because The Rock was supposed to be the focus of this new movie. Okay. Spoiler over. 
All right. <laughs> Star Wars. New Carbon Freeze Me Experience. So we talked about that they introduced the new droid factory to the Tatooine Trader. This is actually a whole nother thing. Um, And this is saying experience at Star Wars weekends, but I think this is going to be a regular thing. They haven't said one way or the other. Theme park admission required for Disney Hollywood Studios. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you have to be able to go in there. But what this is, oh my God! It's a hundred dollars for what? the first copy, and then you can request additional copies at seventy-five dollars a piece. What? They take you into a booth, and and there's a video. So if you want to see the whole experience, oh, you Jesus can watch Christ. the video. So they bring you into this little stage, you know, where there's there's fucking steam and shit like that. So you're kind of like in the fucking in the carbon freezing chamber and Empire Strikes Back. And then they take you into this booth and they do a 3D scan of the side and the front of your face. And they let you do like three or four different poses and shit like that. So they do this scan and then they come out. You come out. They allow you to choose the face you want. And then you literally get burned into a little block and... And I haven't been able to see, I haven't been able to see the size of this, but I assume. So if you had two kids, would you like just pile each other up on their shoulders? <laughs> just be like, you get two half faces. <laughs> Squeeze your heads in there, kid. <laughs> um, but I assume this is three and three quarter size. Um, but to tell you the truth, I haven't, wow. even in the video, no, I don't think anybody held it up and said, look, it may be because they think a three and three quarter size would be uh would be like uh wouldn't do as well like uh-huh. if people because you have to you have to call ahead for this and make an appointment you can't just walk into the park and say oh i want to drop a 100 bucks and get my face done you have to make an appointment at least right now um so i don't know if people would think oh 100 bucks for a three and three quarter thing and to me that's the only thing that would make it worth 100 bucks is if you literally got something that would work with your three and three quarter figures mm-hmm. you know um from what i saw in the video the likenesses again it's just the front half of your head the likenesses aren't really good enough you know, they kind of look, they use generic looking people and it produced a generic looking figure. I would like to see it with somebody that had more distinct features, you know, a nice big snaz, you know, big, huge eyes, you know, big, huge mouth, my horse teeth, you know, I'd love to see what my big gummy smile, you know, would look like on it, but a hundred bucks and what drives me crazy is that the copies are 75 fucking dollars that's ridiculous you know once you have the mold done i mean i guess it's to go to pay for the equipment because the 3d printing machines are probably relatively expensive yeah 
But that price will never go down. That's the fucked up part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're never going like, to get it cheaper than that. It's probably only ever going to go. Well, when everybody has a 3D printer in their house, it'll go down. But anyway, so <laughs> yeah, that'll be something to look at. And then uh, speaking of theme park attractions, um, the Transformers The Ride is now open. Um, And it's got a very cool exclusive for it. It has a one-to-one scale AllSpark. So if you remember from the first movie, or not the... uh, yeah, from the first movie. You remember the big, huge cube that's flying through space? Um, and it at the end of the movie, it shrinks down into something that Sam Witwicky is carrying, you know, and then he shoves it into Megatron's chest. Spoiler. Um, they have a one-to-one model of that cube, and it's expensive. It's like 250 bucks. Um but if you're a huge fan of the first movie like I am, if you're a huge fan of high-end collectibles, which I'm not, you know, this, this is a very cool piece. Um, there's a review. I only learned of this. I, it's a park exclusive as far as I know, uh, as far as Optobotomus knows, too. Um, but I've linked to Optobotomus's review of it. And then they also have put out a commercial for the ride. So definitely go to the show notes, check those links, and take a look at the commercial. The commercial's kind of eh. It's, it's more flash and that kind of stuff. There's no real value. Like, oh, I see. This is how the ride is or anything, you know. But at least you can get some glimpses to it. Uh, next up, Masters of the Universe. New six-issue series coming from DC starting July 4th. First time we're going to have original Masters of the Universe uh, comics since, I think, 2003. It's I got it. I will not relinquish your grip off of that fucking remote. not. God damn it. A man. I need the remote in my hand. It's power. It's control. Something in your hand. It's a remote control. Grab bag. <laughs> Focus. Uh, so I'm really excited about this. So right now it's only six issues. Um, there have been interviews with the writer and the artist so far. Um, and so spoiler, I guess. Again, these are just the premise. So skip ahead a few minutes if you don't want to hear this. Um, but basically what it is, is Skeletor has figured out a way to brainwash all of the masters of the universe into thinking that he is the ruler of Eternia. So basically Skeletor is one. He now rules Eternia. And uh, what this comic book is basically going to follow is He-Man, now a farmer, you know, Prince Adam slash He-Man, now a farmer, has starts having these visions of great wars and being a great warrior, you know, and essentially somewhere in this seven series, seven issue arc is going to be where he comes 
to understand that, hey, I'm this great warrior, Skeletor's evil, we need to overthrow him, war ensues, blah, blah, blah. So um, what's awesome is the Philip Tan interview um, has some initial concept art. So, I mean, these look... Don't they look gorgeous? Oh, I love the sorceress fucking belly button cut fucking cleavage outfit. Sexy hot. Again, this is going to be definitely more, uh, more adult. But what they have said is it's not going to be gore and violence and people dying, that kind of shit. It's just more adult themes. Um, so here's the cover art for the first one. Gorgeous shot of the uh, beginning of, or the I should say the end of the transformation sequence in front of Grayskull. Um, and then, crap, I keep clicking off of this and I'm like, I think the art, the other art I want to see. Yeah, here we go. So the Philip Tan interview has some great uh, art. So it's got another shot of He-Man, and then we get a great shot of Trapjaw here in like a cloak, awesome hook oh, on shit. his arm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, I don't really read that many comics, but I've always loved comic art. Oh, I know. Isn't it? It's, it's amazing. Um, and then here is another cover. And this is a very realistic, and this is on the on the um, writer's interview, James Robinson's uh, interview that they show this. And I think this is going to be the standard uh, cover, but it shows an absolutely amazing Skeletor, very realistic, with Snake Mountain in the background. Looks like it is ripped right out of Filmation, but ultra-realistic. Oh, I am so excited for this. Um, I'll definitely be picking up the issues as it comes out, and I most likely will pick up the... Uh, uh, oh, this is the variant cover, the Skeletor. Mm-hmm. And I most likely will pick up the trade when it comes out to show DC that, hey, you've got an audience here. So please pick them up in single issues. This is our chance to get an ongoing book for Masters of the Universe. Um, all right. Uh, two new toy shows are going to be on Siffy. And then for those of you that aren't in the know, that's the sci-fi channel. Um, toy traveler is going to be, uh, featuring Shane Turgeon, the Indiana Jones of toy collectors. He travels to remote corners of the world to find the rarest and most valuable toys and collectibles, whether it's an old toy warehouse in a remote Guatemalan town or a small swap meet in the Ukraine. Shane will go to all links to find the most unique and collectible toys. So that's cool. I like that they're putting a world spin on it, you know, because tons of people out there are international collectors. They're just kind of bored with U.S. mass retail stuff and want to find those, you know, other things. And what I what I'm really interested in seeing is lines from other countries that aren't as popular here. Mm -hmm. Um, I found it really interesting uh, that Philip J. Reed from BattleGrip.com. He went to uh, Hong Kong on a business trip. 
and he went into just some Toys R Us's there in Hong Kong, and Gundam far surpassed the Transformers section. So you think Transformers, China, Mm -hmm. really popular. Gundam blew it out of the water. The Gundam uh, sections are so large there. So just interesting stuff like that. The next one is Collection Intervention. (laughs) I thought Mrs. McDonald. How do I sign you up for this? Collection intervention follows Elsie Luray, a sharp and to-the-point collectibles expert, as she helps couples who are divided over what to do with an overwhelming collection of memorabilia. Oh, my God. Whether it's a husband collections of mint-conditioned G.I. Joe action figures worth thousands of dollars or a girlfriend's treasure trove of Star Wars movie posters, Elsie helps couples decide what's worth keeping. Elise, oh, sorry. Thank you for correcting me. (laughs) Elise helps couples decide what's worth keeping and what they can sell. For each couple, their new cash windfall will make their dream come true, whether it's an engagement ring, a down payment for a home, or the honeymoon they never had. Fucking awesome. I think that's going to be amazing. I'm going to figure out how to get us on there. (laughs) Do it. Do it. I would love. I would love to be on that show. <laughs> I'm serious. We got to We got to liquidate easily twenty thousand dollars worth of shit. Get me on a show <laughs> that will fucking promote my eBay eBay sales, or that'll hook us up with an auction house that'll do it right. Do it, baby. I I would love it. Um, so there is, let's see here. Yeah, there's no, uh, na, 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 na. yeah, there's no talk of when these are actually going to be premiering. Um, what I do with when I hear about new shows is I literally set a recurring reminder to check uh, to check the TV listings every two to three weeks or so to watch for new shows coming up, but. Yeah, I think these will be awesome. Hopefully they're online because we're cutting the cable. We're not going to have cable after the next week or two at the most. I, I'm really into the NBA playoffs right now, so I'm like, I don't want to give up my cable yet. Um, if anyone has a good way to watch the playoffs online, let me know, and we'll cut the cord tomorrow. But All right, guys. Again, another marathon. We t- We literally cut out a whole segment, and we're still two and a half hours. That's ridiculous. But I've been Slick McFavorite. And I'm Mrs. McFavorite. And we'll see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Bye. Bye.